Never watch this later, I still rock a rollin' I'm praying for the dead, I'm praying for my homie I sleep by a scale and everybody know it I hate it when a pretty girl starts snoring. Looking in the mirror like you a lucky man Better tell him, Raspberry Fellas, what's going on? Don't ever call another grown man raspberry again in your life, Sean. <laughs> Seriously, bro. My bad. I apologize. That, that was just disrespectful. The, the fuckery begins. <laughs> Yo. Nah, man. No, I got to be silly, man. It's, uh, it's recording day. We outside. Outside, inside. Just over here recording, talking. Yo. Doing, what you, doing what we do on this uh, podcast called uh, Shooting the Shit. Shooting the shit. Shooting the motherfucking shit. What's going on, y'all? What's good in the hood? Everything, man. It's, you know, everything is good. We, You know how we do. Stay grind, stay focused. Everything is good. Word, word, word. Working on, working on anything new? What we got going? We doing right now. Let me see. Well, I'm working on something new right now this week. I mean, I just did a shoot uh, yesterday. Okay. Okay. Um... Shout out to uh, Catherine Nunez. She was doing a little calendar shoot for. Um, you, can't, you can't throw little in front of it because it's kind of like a. Spike. Oh, excuse me, my bad. She yeah. was doing a calendar shoot. It was not because actually, yes, yeah, kind of is a big thing, a big thing. What? Um, what? <laughs> yeah. Whoa! 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 <laughs> whoa. So whoa. Kind of a big whoa. thing. Hey, yeah. Uh, she's just doing a calendar shoot. Um, you got a little tongue tied there, I right? see. <laughs> with um, with Yave uh, Tequila, your, your, your people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean. Shout out to Paul. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Paul. I used to work with Paul back in the day uh, at, um, what's it called? Um, damn, it's crazy. So it was a job I had while I was like a brand ambassador. And it was around the time with, that it was truth.com. But it was another one. I can't think of the name. Fresh Empire, yes. So do, I don't know if you guys ever saw those commercials for like Fresh Empire. And it was basically, it was like truth.com, but it was something different. So they had like a two or three year like contract where like you, you went like went around and like we tried to get kids to not smoke. But then usually people was like going to smoke some weed afterwards, but you just can't smoke no bogeys. Yeah. But yeah, that was a cool time though. I had met some cool people um, from some other places or whatever. And that, you know, that kind of forced me in a, in a place, I guess, to... Vocally speak more because it's like I'm, you know, I'm talking to these high school kids and I'm like, yeah, y'all shouldn't smoke and they looking at me like, you know what I'm saying? So that was a cool time though. Shout out the Fresh Empire though. I don't know if you, anybody ever did like the brand ambassador. That was like one of those little quick bags. We go set up, go somewhere, you know, be all positive and stuff like that, and then you know, have a good time, you know, later or whatever. No, absolutely. Yeah. So, but shout out, yeah, shout out, shout out to to, to Yave. And uh, Catherine Nunez, she's having her a release party. We're gonna be in the building for that. Um, in uh, February, we're gonna be in the building for that. So, shout out to her. But yeah, other than that, chilling. When that when that is in February, I might need to. I need. I might need to come in town. When that is. <laughs> when that is. When that is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm give you all the all the info though. Don't don't even don't even worry about that. <laughs> Your expertise. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, also. I think it was le- one of the episodes last week when um, Andre uh, Andre Leon Tony passed away. I, I didn't they say his name. I think I messed it up or whatever. But that was the um, the uh, the guy from Vogue. Yes. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. So I just yeah, yeah. I wanted to just get his name right though. You know, we got to give people their justice or whatever. Give them they do whatever they they work hard for this thing. <coughs> absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Get people That's their flowers. So yeah. That's a fact. Where, where do we want to begin, fellas? Uh, today is the anniversary, right? At the passing of the legend, mm-hmm. Kobe Bean Bryant. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Damn, two right years already, man. Yep. Yep. That episode, that was one of the first episodes that we had in the, um, in the studio. So if, if you, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll tell everybody, uh, let me go back and look at that. But yeah, we, you know, we had a good tribute episode and was on that. Don't worry, Eric. I'm gonna give you all the details. Don't worry. All right. Sean, I, I got I'm, I got a story for you. I'm gonna refresh your memory. We're gonna, talk about it We're gonna talk about it off air. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. No, Kobe, you're, you're right. That was one of our first. That was the early stages uh, of shooting the shit. And uh, man, I can't believe it's been two years already. Man, time does fly by, but we definitely still miss the legend, man. 
Damn, it has been. I remember, and, and this is one of my favorite uh, videos of ours. And I, you know, I'm, I I never was a a big Kobe Bryant fan like that. I'm just, you know, I just haven't been a Kobe Bryant fan. You know, I give him his respect as far as you know what he's accomplished in basketball, but I just wasn't really a fan of Kobe. But one of my favorite videos from Real Fans Real Talk is uh, is actually is our Kobe tribute when everybody had their paper at the end and we did the Kobe. <laughs> in the trash can right on the set. Yeah. You know, so definitely, man. I mean, listen, this this we talking about one of the biggest icons in sports period with Kobe Bryant and uh such a just a, a tragic, you know, way for for him and his daughter and everybody else that was on the helicopter to, to lose their lives. Um but you know, I'm I'm I love seeing all of the stories, all of the tributes, especially with the NBA, um just seeing different you know, media outlets just paying homage to to, to Kobe Bryant um, because it, it was definitely you know well deserved for the you know five time NBA champion and Hall of Fame basketball player. Yeah, man, it definitely was, and you know we always gonna think about Kobe. We always gonna get reminders of him, man. You know, he he just meant so much to the culture and to the sport of basketball. Facts that uh, you know, it, we we'll. We'll never get to a point where we just move forward and not think about Kobe, or at least bring him up at some point. Yeah, now nah, you can't. That, that that man meant a lot to basketball, to and a lot of generations that came after Kobe Bryant. He he meant a lot too, you know. And then just everything that he accomplished, you know, in the game, yeah. you know, five time NBA champion, you know, scoring titles, All NBA, All All Defense, All Star appearances, All Star MVPs, mm-hmm. Finals MVPs. You know, like you name it in basketball, and most likely Kobe Bryant has accomplished it. You know, so and he did it. He did it with one one team. Oh, he got like an Oscar and, uh, and, and, uh, and and he got an Oscar. Yeah, for the uh, for the animated short. Uh, what was the name of it? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm gonna find the name and and, I, and I'll let you guys know before the before the show is out. Um, but yeah, he's got an he's got an Academy Award. Like he he transitioned himself after basketball, got an Academy Award, and he went out in the best possible way, dropping a sixty piece on Utah in his last ever game. Like who drops a sixty piece in your twentieth year in the last game to end? Like that's the that's the good yeah, bro. Goodbye. I, first of all, I'm still tired at the at the Jazz. Like how you gonna <laughs> how you just give up the sixty piece like that on that man's last game? He was, you know, and that was, you know, Kobe dealing with injuries at that point in his career, too. It's mm-hmm. like, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. But that's how that man went out. That, and if that's how you got to retire, that's how the, how you want to retire, dropping a 60-piece on somebody. Yeah. That was, uh, so that was episode six that I was talking about, Mamba Mentality. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we'll probably throw that up. You know, oh, yeah. So everybody, you know, check that out. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, man. Mamba. Rest in peace. The, the, you know, the memories forever going to live on. You know, I think I was much like uh, like Trip over here, you know, and I think I had the chance to kind of see Kobe, more more of Kobe as a person, and then you you know you understand why they you know were or who they had to be as a player. Yeah, just because you have to you know raise yourself to a certain level in order for people to you know understand your standards and stuff like that. And it's Dear Basketball. That's the name of the short film that he won the Academy Award for. Dear Basketball. But yeah, Sean, you, you you're absolutely right. Because I honestly. I I gained more respect for Kobe after he left the NBA just because I wasn't really a fan like that of watching him when he actually played. I, you know, him him getting the Oscar for me, get put you know gave me so much more respect for him just because I'm in film and understanding what that award means to filmmakers. You know what I mean? So him getting that, I I, I gained a lot of respect, a lot more respect, you know, for Kobe and and, and who he was. Um, to the point where you know when that whole thing went down with uh with, with, with Gail King and Lisa Leslie that whole the, the interview when she was trying to just you know press on 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 you know on the situation that happened in Denver you know I was getting defensive like yo what's up like nah that man ain't even here to defend himself you know so just just an icon man and that, that's the impact that he had on people though. Boy, boy. Let's get into some stuff, fellas. Let's get into some stuff. Let's get into some Let's stuff. Let's get to it. Um, some little light. They're gonna start doing. Can, can you bring bring me down a little bit? Mm-hmm, I got you. A little smidge. 
because I, I don't want to be forced to start singing because you know you start hearing stuff that uh, adult ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> I got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> uh, so they, they they're gonna um, start doing digital SAT tests in twenty twenty four. I don't think that's a good idea. For me, no. Because if I was in school back in the day, I'm sure I'd have developed some type of system. Bro, a digital SAT test, bro? Who you going to be with when you take the test, though? You got to have your camera on or something. Something ain't right. I'm cheating. Listen, I told you. I told yeah, you. I was, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Eric. No, no, I was going to say, and I agree with you, Trip. Like, you know, I, I think we're looking at it from the lens of how we used to operate when we were in high school and, and how we would take advantage of something like that. Cause I agree. I mean, if you made it digital, you know, I'm 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 basically gonna work over the the smartest person in my class all year to prepare for that test. Like, yo, you, you know, you're taking this from me. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? But I'm sure as we get more details, there's gonna be something put in place. You you probably got to report to a certain test center to be able to take it. Um, you know, it's, it's gonna be something like you know, not only is your camera gonna have to be on the whole time, but it's gonna have to be. Uh, probably a series of questions you're probably gonna have to answer before to identify to make sure you're the actual person. So I'm sure they're gonna put something in place. It, it, you can't just let it run wild because <laughs> if that's the case, everybody's gonna be scoring high on the SATs in the next few years. Bruh, when I, when I saw this and I, and I was I was telling Sean, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was I wanted to thank um, all the the beautiful you know Dominican woman that was in in high school with me that made sure that I passed the Spanish Regents. I just want to say thank y'all for for that back in the you day. You a piece of shit. <laughs> you a piece of shit. I'm saying thank you to to you know to my to my queens. You know they made they made sure brother you know passed that read. I mean they they made sure the whole class passed regions really. But what Spanish was it though? Because you know they would teach you different Spanishes depending on where you was at. It was you know it was it was the the uh, the Spain Spanish. That's what they teach in in in, in most of the schools anyways. Nah, Spanish bro, Spanish. I had a, a teacher from Mexico and she was teaching us something different. <clears throat> We was fucked up. It was like what? Well, you, you went to school down south though, too. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But up, yeah, up here, nah. It was, it was just regular, you know, from from Spain. That's how the, where the textbooks from was from. But it, you know, it's me, maybe like one other black person, and then the rest of the class is is, is all either Dominican or or, or Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, the ladies made sure I was good. I appreciate it. Eric, did you that. cheat and take those classes, or did you go take <laughs> German or something? <laughs> No, I'm not gonna lie. I did take Spanish. I, did. <laughs> um, I, I, I abused it. I took advantage of it. Uh, I'm proud to say my daughter's doing the same thing right now. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? Listen, we, we listen. It, and, but like Trip said, it ain't the it ain't the Spanish we were taught at home or from our neighborhood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I equate what we know, like especially being from the Bronx, that's bodega Spanish. That's that's corner store Spanish that you know. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But Hey, listen, it's all right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's wrong with the corner store Spanish. Yo, that's different, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> you damn right it is. No, it is. That's why, like, bro, like, because there was people, you know, in that, like, that was fluent. And Spanish was their first language that struggled in the class because they couldn't write it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's one thing to, you know, to say things like, yeah, you know, even if it, if the dialect is a little bit different, but when you actually have to write in Spanish, like, I, like there were some parts of Spanish that I was actually better at than my Spanish counterparts because we're all learning, all learning how to write it fresh. Because usually, because yeah. Eric, I don't know how often you write in Spanish. You know what I mean? But most, most of the Spanish people that I know, they didn't really write in anything in Spanish. They only spoke Spanish. So when you got to actually have to write it, it's a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? You really mm-hmm. gotta, you know, be on it and, and know, you know, what you're doing because all of the, the 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 signs and you know. I got just... a question for you. You ever had a joint send you some uh, freaky shit in Spanish and you went to go Google Translate and uh, to look it up? Well, Eric wouldn't I mean, have to. I so did, I, but I, I, you know what I'm saying? Yo, no, yo. I guess that's for me because Eric speaks Spanish fluently. I'm just saying, so. like, you know what I'm saying? Like she said, you was like, "What?" You had to go. He's like, "Oh, what the fuck?" That's what I said. So I'm assuming that question was for me. Um, I have used Google Translate before in my, in my time. Okay. Um, you know, is young boys out here doing that? Like, if they get a joint that speaks Spanish or something, they like trying to, like, no. you get. They not they not trying to finesse. They not they, trying to get to know. It's not it's not like that. No, uh-huh. Like where's you know we had to you know you really had to put in that work, 
You know what I'm saying Back in the day And go the extra mile These young boys Ain't doing that no more mm. They ain't putting The extra work in Nah that's That's a fact yo. We, we came from a different era I know a homeboy And uh I'm not gonna put Too much of his business Out there Cause he wasn't He put it this way He wasn't a uh a, a hustler The way we are You know he 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 knew how to Finesse a situation And he ain't know A lick of Spanish And yet somehow He He had a full on Relationship with like This Ecuadorian chick who was putting money in his pocket, letting him drive her car around. Mm. And I'm like, yo, bro, but you don't speak no Spanish. <laughs> it's not even like, like, it, like me and the Ecuadorian, the Spanish is different in some areas, but you still could communicate. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He ain't speak no Spanish. <laughs> he wasn't trying to learn but, either. And not even trying to learn. He was, <laughs> That's what make it worse. He was knocking it down. How long was he it was together? Knocking it down for a minute. She was letting him drive her car. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? She'll break him over a couple dollars. Like, yo, you finessed this whole situation. He was giving out the 81. He had to be. Yeah, that's the only way. Because because 81 translate in every language. Right. <laughs> 81 is universal. 81 exactly. is universal. I don't give a fuck. Where you at in this motherfucking world? You drop 81, they understand that. Yeah. And he probably was like a vibe, too. Because sometimes that, that, that's, that'd be what put it over the edge. Yeah. It'd be a vibe and then, you know. But that la- that lasts for a while though. That's a vibe, I guess. Hey, you go bust it down. Go take you a shower. Anyways, Mark Cuban is starting that online pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Starting an online pharmacy. I think uh, it's going. They're going to cut the cost of a lot of different uh, medications and stuff like that. I don't know. You know I guess he, it might be something he has set up through his uh, entrepreneurship or whatever. But um, I think that's a pretty good idea. You know, for a lot of people that can't necessarily get to uh, to the doctor's office, especially like right now. With things being virtual, yeah. I mean, it's it's Mark Cuban, so I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm rocking with it just based off it being Mark Cuban and how much respect, you know, what I'm saying I have for him, especially as as a businessman, you know, him being a freaking dope ass owner of of a sports franchise, you know, what I'm saying like watched him on Shark Tank, like I fuck with Mark Cuban, so you know, and it's something that's needed too, you know what I mean? So I, I'm rocking with it. Yeah, I agree. I, I you know. There are very few people who come out and say they're part of any type of business, and I'm going to respect it off rip, but Mark Cuban's one of them people. You just know he did his research. He knows how this all going to work. Um, it's interesting, man, because we've talked about it on previous episodes about how the brick-and-mortar establishment is is becoming extinct. You know what I'm saying? We, at one point, as kids, Blockbuster Video was everything for us, and now you would be a fool to try to open up a video store. You know what I'm saying? And, and we're starting to see that with all forms of business. I just wonder how this is really going to affect the elderly. Because you got a a large group of people who are not going to trust ordering their medication offline. You got a point there. You got a point and, there. And, and we got to be realistic. That's going to be a large part of your consumer base. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Those are the people who are in the pharmacy every other week, getting their prescriptions in, picking up different stuff. So... I, that's the part that's going to be interesting to me. How do you build that trust with those people who don't really use technology in that way? It, they might have to have, to have like a middleman in that in that regard. Like they, you might have to have some type of service because yeah. that, that that is a point though. You yes. know, it is a you know huge part of the elderly, elderly community that actually still you know they ha- they need to get their medication or whatever. And standing at those lines in CVS sometimes, you know, depending on where you at, maybe they're on lunch and they don't got your, your, your medication together and then you got to wait. Somebody like my aunt, she's 77, 76. She, you know, she can't stand for that long. So it's like she came before they before they had lunch. They told her to wait. She comes back and now, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's still not, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just a lot. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, one... I mean, it's going to be just starting out anyway, so it's going to take a little time for that to build up anyway. So in the meantime, at least, you know what I mean, it's not like this is out and there's no other alternatives for getting your medication. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you still you can still go about it the old-fashioned way in the meantime while, you know, maybe you can kind of get more comfortable and familiarize yourself with it. Bless you. Or have, you know, have maybe a family member, you know, help out in that regard. Um, so that, you know, so it's this time again. It's, it's just something that's that's brand new, and you know what I'm saying. So you got a little bit of time to work and figure things out. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't expect the rollout to be tomorrow. I agree. I think this is probably this is the wave of the future. Yeah. But I, from my standpoint, like I said, I just find it interesting because, like, to Sean's point, right? His his aunt is in her 70s, so we know people now who are in their late 50s, early 60s who aren't really technically like like technology savvy. Yes. 
So what is it going to look like for them 10 to 15 years from now if that does become the true wave of the future where it's like, yo, there are no more physical locations you're going to for your for your prescriptions. It is all done online because those are the same people that, like I said, 15 years from now, you 55 and you're already struggling with using apps and your smartphone now. What is going to look like 15 years from now? Yeah. You're going to be even further behind. So it don't even matter because at some point you're going to have to either shit or get off the pot. Yo, it's a, it's a eventually it's, it's gonna be keep up and get left behind. Really, that's yeah. what it's all gonna come down to. It's a couple that stay in my building. The, uh, they were talking to him about um, about. You know, did you see the the letter? I guess that was talking about what was going on in the building, in the neighborhood. And the guy was like, "Yeah, I got it." So then you know, Mars like, "Yeah, this is my other aunt." She's like, "Yeah, did you uh, get? Did you look at the meeting?" Or whatever Or whatever And she's talking to him He's like yeah And nah, I don't have a I have a phone But I have a flip phone I was like shit bro <laughs> Like what you doing man Yes but it's so I mean Yeah you're always gonna have to have That other option though But it's just gonna be It's gonna be hectic Because you know Everybody that's, Everybody's gonna want You know express service And that's what And that's what it kind of Comes down to The express service Cause everybody's not gonna Want to do that But then you still got An older community That still goes So eventually at some point You're gonna have to Kind of force everybody To do everything that way But I mean That's every that's everything though Technology is Always changing around us It's always improving Right like Think about it Like now right You got You see people got Smart TVs There's people that don't Got smart TVs Still yet either Yeah You know what I mean Like we got so much Fucking technology Swerving around us there's some shit that we ain't use yet, and, and you know we might be a little tech more tech savvy than generation that came before us. But there's shit that we might not even know as far as the tech world goes. And there's this cat, you know, young cats right now that's in college right now that know some whole other shit that we don't know about. Y'all, you know y'all seen that Oculus joint? Yeah, my um, yeah. I got it from my um, my my oh, you got it? for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, what is yo? Talk, tell me about it. Tell me about it. <coughs> tell just, me about it, fellas. Tell me about it. It's just VR. That's all. Okay. It ain't. I mean. It's not nothing, nothing crazy, um, cause I just and it's not like the, the technology to really make virtual reality what virtual reality would need to be. I don't think we're there just yet, um, but it's cool though. Uh, it's, it, you know, if you want to be a little active, you can be. I think that's like, the good part about it as far as you know, just movement and, and getting a, maybe even a little bit exercising because you're gonna okay. be moving around. So it's like the Wii joint. Yeah, it's kind of okay. it's kind of like that, but just more mobile. Like you know, what I'm saying like with in. With something covering your face, because with the Wii it was just pretty much the wand, mm-hmm. and then that was it. With the with the Oculus, you got the two controls in your hands, you got the headset on. You know what I'm saying? You just rock out like that. You guys, did you guys see that simulation that was like that in the Museum of Sex? Nah, y'all never been to the Museum of Sex? Years ago, I, I haven't even never been. You never, you know, you know about the, you know about it, right? <laughs> Are you from, bro? It's not nothing crazy, bro. It's just a museum of sex. I'm not saying it's crazy. I'm just wondering where you going with this and how you trying to tie this all in together. Yeah, like cause they have a, they have like some little <laughs> yes. virtual they had like some little virtual uh, thing in the uh, in the museum of sex and shit. And like you almost got to know the person that you with because it might be you and two other people in there. But yes, yeah, so it's like some <laughs> like be- two random people. Like maybe if you go with somebody, it's like another couple or something. So you walking into like an unintentional orgy? You don't even know who in there. It's just well, everybody got to stay in their corners. <laughs> everybody got to stay in nah, their corners. I, I would have passed on that, bro. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, but if you know, I don't know. But yeah, it, it was. I don't know. It was just something different though. Then they got the big nipple in there. But yeah, that just I kind of got it's off a tangent. Big nipple. Anyway. Yeah, it's a big nipple in there. <laughs> Come to New York and fuck with the Museum of Sex, yo. There'll be some shit out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, let me let me really quick, I just want to interject. Um for everybody that, you know, for all our listeners and whatnot. If you haven't already, um, the post office is giving out uh take home COVID tests. They're giving out four per household. So if you haven't already, hit up hit up the, the post office. And um and get yours so you can just have them at the house you know for you and your family. Yeah. And 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 the thing about it is so it's only one per household. So that's the thing to remember also. Yeah. So you and somebody else can't get it because they're gonna they're gonna dub you, bro. It's over for you. You get four. Facts. So. Oh so oh Ray Sherman's playing right now. Didn't um oh boy he got into a fight with his with his lady. 
Like pull the hair out or something. Yeah, man. Some wild shit. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know the backstory behind that. So, yeah. but I, I just I, saw that shit yesterday because the song was playing. That's why I was just brought, I brought it up. I would hope that 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 wasn't the case. Cause I mean, that's that's what was reported. But yeah, so I guess it's it's not on along the lines. But uh, you guys, have you heard about uh, divorce registries? That's the thing now. So I, why am I not surprised? <laughs> Is that something you know what no let me cause they gonna be mad at me if I say that. <laughs> so Who's I'm they? Gonna, Who's they? I'm not, say that. <laughs> I'm not even about to Who's go they? Like, you know, John I, B now? Don't no. listen to Okay, I'm just gonna ask the question then. So whose idea was it to, to have a divorce registry? Just know they have a divorce registry. No, I'm saying but who's like the first person to come up with that I like Are that you idea? implying something? I'm just asking a question. That's all I'm doing is asking a question. I'm not implying Eric, anything. Eric, what you think? He I'm not making any suggestions. <laughs> I just want to know whose idea was it to have a a, 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 a divorce ve- registry? I don't know, but it seems like um, a like a starter a starter plan too. This, I I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if it's a woman's idea. <laughs> let's call now. Nah, let's call it what it is because. Men, we don't create a registry for nothing. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, we not. What you need? A- yeah, what? Yeah. What you need? You know what I'm saying? If, yeah. if, or take if, the money. If, yeah. yeah, take the money. Right. If 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 Trip, if Trip came out next week and was like, yo, fellas, I just got to cop a new spot. I'm going to do a housewarming in like a couple weeks. Pull up. We're going to be like, ah, right, yo, what we sipping on? Like, we not even thinking yeah. like, should yeah. I bring you a pu- a pot and pan set, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. We're not think about none of that. Bring you a bottle it's set. It's gonna be mad bottles here. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah, it's mad like, bottles yo, of fucking alcohol. sipping on, bro? Bring bring some nice shit. It's the new crib. But <laughs> if you smoke, somebody might bring go- some bud through. You know, but right? The women it. is gonna be like, "Oh my god, you got a divorce! You wow, I love your new place. I saw a perfect set of curtains that go with that new couch you got. Mm-hmm. Put it on your registry. I'm getting it." You know, so it's, it's a woman's idea, but it's cool. It, it is what it is. But men, we got to take advantage of these things, too. Okay. If the women gonna have registries as, as newly divorcees, then the men, if, if we get divorced, too, we got to do the same thing. First of all, who, who, we put PS5 here? games on there. That, oh, okay, so it's like, right. <laughs> we so still it's on like, the PS5. Remember, I said we got to ask for more. <laughs> it's like no, no, 2K. No, no. Saying, listen. You can get the $100 one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then and then we put in, we put in uh, surround sound systems in there. We doing real, real, real guy shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Real Rams, guy shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like a nice watch or something. Nah. <laughs> no, you can throw a watch right. in there. Yeah. You know, within reason. We just have a reasonable yeah. price watch. It don't got to right. be bust down. Yeah. Got to be bust down. You know, nice watch, nice watch, nice. Right. New, the 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 newly divorced watch right here. Like, bomb. You gonna be back on the scene, Playboy? So you put yeah, that on right there. Do, do you get that engraved? You can. Yeah, you, you get it engraved, it's going to say back on the scene 2022. Yeah. And that way everybody know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think we have, what, 222 coming up? Two, February 22nd, 2022. This year. Yeah. We should have a, a night at the bar on the list, too. A night at the bar? Yo, registry, like, we all, like, the, like they take you out. Oh, you know what I'm saying? okay. The, the, the bros yeah. take you out. Y'all get, y'all well, get right. lit drinks. As a- meet some new women. Okay. I think it was like Vince Vaughn that said it on old school. He's like, we 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 got to re-release you into the wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Vince Vaughn was on some wild shit. <laughs> old school, basically, old school was a good ass. Like that was some when that came. It came out in the perfect time. I think in our lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They was doing some wild, silly shit. Who, who was yo? With Jonathan called right. So he uh, trip cousin called and he's over here breaking down fucking um I'm all over the place right now uh, follow me though follow me follow me. <laughs> <laughs> I do realize I be all over the place you know I've been told <laughs> um but uh damn I, I lost my train of thought now see this is this is what happens you said Jonathan called yeah he called <laughs> and he started breaking down fucking uh what was it Sal's it like Sal's Sal actually wasn't racist they just kept Pushing them to the edge and pissed them the fuck off. Oh, he's so talking hold on, about, you talking about um, Sal's Pizza from Do the Right, do the right thing. thing? Yeah, Spike Lee movie. Yeah, right. I don't know. It, it's not flowing, but it just came to my mind and I had to say it. But yeah, Sal wasn't really racist. Yeah, I don't. 
I mean, it's listen. I'm. A, I'm. It's. It's tough. It's tough to say yes and no to that mm-hmm. because it goes back to a convo we had uh, in the middle of the pandemic, especially after uh, George Floyd was murdered, mm-hmm. where we talked about like if you're not going to openly support the black community mm-hmm. in these times, then you're right. Yeah, you you, you're right. you support racism. You're right. So yeah. fuck it. Fuck it. Sal was racist. Right. Right. But hold on, because we can't we can't necessarily say that, right? Because, and we gotta play devil's advocate here. He's a, he's an Italian man who owns an Italian pizza restaurant. He knows Vic Damone. You know what I'm saying? And you know, Vic Damone Jr. And Vic Damone Jr. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you know what I'm saying. So if he had a bunch of Italian guys on the wall of an Italian restaurant, that makes him racist, or does that mean he's no. just you know highlighting his culture? That's not- no, that that doesn't make him racist. Mm-hmm. But did he stand by and support the community? Because that's what the real beef was, right? You make you 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 making money and you getting rich off the black dollar. Mm-hmm. But are you willing to support this community that that is uplifting you? Yeah. Yeah, but so I, I he was. I mean, listen, he had a he had a black employee there. Bro, bro, you see, but you see how that sound, right? But it was only three people that worked there, so that is is different. (laughs) You see how that? It's not like it was. It was fucking. Hold on, he had one black employee that was the delivery boy, and his son used to boss him around too. Everybody in the shop used to boss Mookie around. Yeah, Mookie wasn't really responsible though. Yeah, because he was a fuck up. Yeah, Mookie wasn't. He he had Rosie though. He did have Rosie, and she was fine. Yo, was yo? We had a few of those summers on that nipple. Yo. Those summers are nasty, bro. And she lives right around the corner from me. Mm. When I was in Brooklyn, she right from my grandmother's house. She talked to her. You put the ice on the nipple. <laughs> I would have. I, I would have. <laughs> I was too young back then. I was just a boy. They would have called me in for that scene. I'd have been ready. <laughs> <But> right? I, <laughs> what you need me no, to do? <laughs> I was at elementary school. She came. She came to my elementary school um, before, but she literally lived. Let me see, one, two, three blocks away from me. Mm. So right in uh, in Fort Greene. Shout out to Rosie. Facts. Shout out to Rosie. Definitely shout out to Rosie. She's a big boxing fan too. I like she that about her. She do be in fights, right? Yeah, she's yeah, a she she all the boxing fights. fan. That's lit. Yo, women that like sports, that's some lit shit. We gotta shout that out. Especially like if you know like really know, you're not just there, just you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you actually know about the sport that you go into, it's lit. I feel like women kind of stopped doing that back in the nineties, cause like they, like when Dion and them was playing, cause you see how you know how he was or whatever. So he appeals to other people. So when players started like, kind of started being like that, and then the advent of social media, so people see who people like a lot of. It's talking to somebody, and and knowing who Juan Dixon is from Maryland versus somebody knowing him from what's that Real Housewives of Potomac or yeah. something like that. It's, <laughs> it's the craziest thing to me, yo. <laughs> It is it's it's a it's a, always a funny conversation when a woman brings up like oh yeah there's this dude on there he used to play in a league and then like you said they know him from a reality show or something like that where it's like eh. yeah but nah definitely shout out to Rosie on that man because I think I think it's super dope she's super supportive uh, of the world of boxing she's always there at the big fights and she's very knowledgeable as well they've interviewed her a couple times during the fights mm. yeah man lady sports is cool we we watch stuff with you she watch stuff with us. So right, fun. We, we watch our reality TV, you know. Yeah, reality TV. It. I was even that. So I was thinking about that. That's one of the things I think about a lot, man. Like it's crazy. It's, you put people in these weird situations to react when you know, in reality, they wouldn't really go around these other people. But then it kind of like you know just premeditates like, oh, I was going to fuck people up. But you know, it's the moments that I have. <laughs> Your mind has really been wandering today, huh? Seriously, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, it was a lady. So it was a lady. She um, sent someone $12,000 in Bitcoin to kill her ex. Then she had like specific orders about how she wanted uh, her, her husband to be killed with day and, and time around her. Did it say the amount? 2000 in Bitcoin. That's it. That's all it took was two thousand. No, excuse me. I'm sorry. Twelve thousand in Bitcoin. Oh, okay. But oh e- but even so, bro. So like, so let's say if it's twelve thousand. After like maybe they get a cut. That's still eleven thousand. Is whatever to kill an ex husband. That's a lot of money, bro. That's just crazy that somebody it, tried to pay somebody to kill a 
That's, that's ridiculous. Like, she ain't like you that much that she wanted you to die. And she gave him a whole calendar when you got to go. And she paid through Bitcoin. How you got told on through a fucking... Uh, 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 yeah, man. Yeah, that's, I don't know, bro. I mean, first of all, first of all, if you took the contract, I, I got to I gotta question your intelligence. I don't want it in Bitcoin. I need mine in cold hard cash, bro. <laughs> well, like, seriously. Cause you could tell me, yeah, I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna send you the Bitcoin, the wire, the wire transfer, transfer gonna go through, and and then what? I I, I cash the body, and then now you delaying to send me the money yeah. or send me the Bitcoin? Yeah, nah, I need, and I need, nah, I need, I need it up front too. And, and yeah, then, and then it's like certain ones got certain amounts that they can only send, but that shit is just that shit is just weird anyway. I though. need I need I need you to put that money in that duffel bag that Nelly lost a couple weeks ago <laughs> and and hand it to me properly. Yeah, <laughs> old school way, but it's it's ridiculous anyway. Like, I, I, maybe he had a crazy life insurance policy, and that's why she wanted him dead. Yeah, that's, that's gotta suck. Somebody wants you, you know, they that, like, fuck it, they want that check. That's like, cause I'm like, outside of him, like physically, you know, putting hands on her or something like that. You know what I mean, like. What would this man have done that was that bad that you wanted to pay somebody to kill him? Well, that's like that's up there with Lorraine and Bobby. She cut his meat off. Uh, that's another one. But, what, but we what, don't know what happened though. But still, that's what I mean. That's yeah. what that's why I say like well, outside. She, but Lorraine and Bobby though that that was a situation if I remember correctly where um homie used to get drunk and beat on her. Yeah. That's why because when she cut when she yeah. cut his meat he didn't even realize at the time she cut his meat. Like he was so drunk out of his mind that he was like kind of numb to everything that was going on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like yeah, that's of different. Those, you of know. those type of situations, like, what was done that you felt like you needed to take it to the point of actually hiring a person to kill somebody? Because now that's not like you in the moment and you kill somebody. You're planning to to kill someone. Or to have someone kill this person, you know what I mean. So that's a that's a huge difference in the two. It's a lot of dedication. Yeah, how you react in a moment to somebody, you know, that does something to you, is one thing. But if you're talking about no, you're about to plan out and say, all right, on June seventeenth, I need you to, to 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 get him here. He's gonna be at this spot. I need you to take him out on that specific day. Yeah, that's, that's how it was. That's yeah. That's that's crazy though. Like what? What could have? How could it have gotten to that point? Like what was going on in their relationship that it got to? You know what it was. Uh, earlier, you were telling me <laughs> that if a woman uh, picked you up, you would be upset about it. Maybe, you know, she picked. Yeah, but she was having a hitman get him. Well, oh, no, I don't know. that would only be if true. She didn't want him to pick him up. I don't know. No, I don't want a woman to pick me up either. <laughs> Just let's put that out there right now. I don't. Mm. Like, cause we were watching, the, you know, the video with the dude that got tight, cause the shorty picked him up and uh, put him on the counter, and it was just like, yeah, not nah, like I, I understand where you coming from, like you know about to pick me up, thank nah, you doing something. If, if she pick you up, that means she been know she could she could manhandle. <laughs> she was sassy, you know, like, that was, yeah, that wasn't like a <laughs> random. She been thinking that like, yo, I'm, a, I'm just, I could just toss this nigga around real quick. <laughs> about to play two that, is, nigga. that ain't no, yeah, that, that wasn't no random pickup. Word. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, that's that's unacceptable. It's, damn, yo. What if she's like trying to sneak up on you? You ever had a chick try to do that? Try to sneak up on you and like catch you slipping? Nah. You don't play fight with the joints you talk to? Nah. I'm in the bed, maybe, but not in the like bed. you know. Ain't gonna be no nah, nothing like that. Let's do a little tussle. Play some belly. Don't even get through the intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we be tussling. <laughs> I see you over there, girl. <laughs> Yo, yo, I, it was um, it was something I saw online. It was like women don't know how to start sex. I was like, oh, okay, guess that's why people say that. Hey, what you doing over there? <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> who like who thinks about it? You just do it. I don't. It don't be like the movies though, because you know how in the movies they have you thinking that people come in and they get all dramatic, and they be all over the house and shit. Nobody yeah. do that. That's just so. To me, I, the reason I don't believe that is because any person, first of all, if a woman may not just pull your pants down, yeah. but she's going to give you enough hints and, and get things 
is going to let you know that's what she's trying to take it. Right. So to say she don't know how to, women don't know how to start. No, they know how to start. Is it, it's a matter if they want to start or not. Yeah. But what what if she throw you up against the wall and put your pants down? Is that up there with picking you up? Nah, nah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, like any time you want to. Just... Now, now if she if she throw you against one, then try to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you gotta draw the line at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but hold on, because because of the area that we and we and we have to say this, this is only okay if you have that man's permission. Oh, she got for your permission to pick you, you up. You have to have that man. No, you have to have that man's permission. Like you can't just do shit against people's will. Just it is what it is. We we have to state that people gonna act like they don't know that that's the case. And then you know you got women that might think because it's a it's a man that it's okay and they could just do that. No, you have to have that man's permission. Yeah. Guys, Barry Bonds. Let's talk about it before we get up out of Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. They may not make it in. I think they said what maybe Barry Bonds may be able to get in what next year. But they are doing something in December. First of all, go ahead, Eric. No, you go, you go, Eric. You go. They uh, so this was, I think for Clemens too, but I know for Bonds, this was last year to be eligible to be voted in. Mm -hmm. He can be, he could be what they call written in or recommended for moving forward, and they could try to get him in. But to me, is absolutely disgusting. Um. That Barry Bonds is not in the Hall of Fame. I don't. I don't care none about the steroid allegations because, like as I've always said, being on steroids does not mean that you're able to hit a baseball. It does not mean that you're able to have the type of success he's had. There are a lot of dudes who took steroids who didn't have a third of the career he ever had. It takes real talent, whether you are on steroids or not. Secondly, if you want to say, "Oh, he started taking steroids at a specific point in his career," that's fine. Look at his numbers before that point in his career. He was already a Hall of Fame player who had multiple MVPs, 30, 30 for 30 years. For people that don't know, that's 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. He did that four times. He had another season where he had 40 home runs and 40 stolen bases in the same season. He's the only Major League Baseball player ever in 100 years of baseball that has 500 home runs and 500 stolen bases. No other player has been able to accomplish that. So when you add in all of resume, no matter what point you want to put a mark on it and say, this is when I think he started using steroids, I'm willing to, to go to war with anybody on this. Look at all the years before that marker. He was already a Hall of Fame player. So let's cut the bullshit. And baseball on this holier than thou when you've got known racists, known bigots, known women beaters, other drug users, other drug offenders in the Hall of Fame. But you want to be holier than thou when it comes to Barry Bonds. Get the fuck out of here. True. And, you know, Roger Clemens had an MVP. That's unheard of as a pitcher. Pitchers don't get MVPs like that because they got the Cy Young Award. It's rare that a pitcher gets an MVP award, you know. But yeah, man, Barry Bonds, you know, he should be in. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He he's had two first ballot Hall of Fame careers. If you want to say, you know, pre steroids and after steroids, he still had two first ballot Hall of Fame careers. You know, at this point, it's like, come on, man, you should have voted him in and did the right thing. Especially since this was the last year that he could get voted in, should have just been like, "All right, you know, he suffered enough. He went all the way down to literally the last possible moment that he could have got voted in, but he got voted in. So it's just, you know, so people will be be like, "All right, you know what? Fuck it. I'm happy that Barry's in, and we can fucking, you know, get past this shit already." Same thing with Roger Clemens. Same thing with Pete Rose. It, if, you know, if, like if, it's time when when he gets in, is it going to be one of those Terrell Owens uh, type of speeches? I don't think he's going to go. Okay. Yeah. I'm be honest. I don't think he's going to go. I, I, I recently uh, heard something he said where he was like, not that he was defiant about it, but he kind of was like, you know, however you feel is how you feel. My my play spoke for itself, and my numbers spoke for themselves, and um. I think the relationship, him and the media always had a bad relationship. Yeah. And and that dated back to his time in Pittsburgh when he struggled early in his career, I think his rookie season, and he was trying to appease the media. And his own manager at the time, Jim Leland, was like, fuck him. Like, just do what you got to do and don't worry about what the media thinks. And from that point on, it was kind of like he shot away from interviews. He basically was very short with the media. They never liked him for that reason. 
And I wouldn't be surprised if the day does come where he gets in, where he goes, nah, I'm, I'm not going to make you happy now and make you think that I beg for this. You know, so I'm not going to show up to your ceremony when yeah. I should have been in. And and I hope he takes that approach because you can't tell the history of baseball without Barry Bonds. So, you know, for the people who think you're doing the right thing by not voting him in, all you're doing is showing your own ignorance. You guys are trying to punish him for something that, one, he never failed the steroid test. It was all speculation. He never failed the test. And the media encouraged this behavior when they put guys like Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa on a pedestal. Yeah. Barry Bonds was already the best player in baseball before McGuire and Sosa had the home run chase. But when they started using steroids and the media started hyping them dudes, Bonds said, all right, so if y'all like that, I'm going to do that shit too. And now I'm going to fuck all y'all records up. So instead of me just hitting 45 home runs like a normal human being, I'm going to start hitting 73 on y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He he did it to be spiteful to the media because that's they would never give him his just due. Even when he was the best player in baseball, yeah. they never wanted to give him his just due. They always try to find a reason why he wasn't as good as they wanted, uh, as as good as they thought he should be, because he didn't fuck with the media like that. Yeah, and then so well, so what happens is those same media people they just got older with Barry Bonds. But they still vote, so it's like you can't even age these motherfuckers out, yo. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't though. It's not till until age they retire. The fuck out, listen, man. He's got no. They have, these they have these to retire. people with these fucking old school ass ways of thinking of, uh, about fucking things with sports and stuff like that. Like you, you, listen, man. You're right, bro. These old ass fucking ways of of these people when they played in the field of dreams and stuff like that. Like, like give it up, man. No, you're absolutely right. But you, I heard you just bumped them out their spots. They gotta yeah. retire. Yeah, they got to retire or they got to do something to lose that privilege because there, there's uh, I think that when you get the, the right to vote in for the Hall of Fame, as long as you're still an active media participant, you keep that right until you walk away from oh, it. So they never going to get rid of that. Right. Right. Saying. Now, unless one unless some of them guys transition out of print media or say, look, I'm not an active journalist anymore. They're going to keep that right. But this to show you how crazy it is. Right. So you had some writers who voted bonds and have voted bonds in the last few years. You had some. You had some that didn't. Then, as I mentioned, you you can also write in a nominee. If there's someone who isn't on the ballot for whatever reason, let's say their time has already passed, you can write them in. I don't know how closely you follow baseball, Sean, but Trip, I know the name I'm about to tell you, you're going to know who this is and you're going to be like, there's no way that motherfucker is Hall of Fame worthy. There was a writer who did not vote for Barry Bonds but in his writing, he put Jeff Kent should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I know who that is. He's had all the fucking his, baseball cards. He's teammate. one of those guys. He, he won an MVP as Bond's teammate. That's the highlight. He had the one MVP as Bond's teammate because he benefited. That was the year that they was walking Bonds like 200 times. But that shows you the ignorance of some of the writers. That you're willing to write in Jeff Kent, who was, was a borderline all-star at best during his prime. Yeah. He damn sure wasn't a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. But you don't want to give Barry his credit. Man. I don't want you to come in here and fuck things up. Mess things up for us. You're breaking records. How dare you? Yeah. I mean. How dare you? That's what it is, man. We're going to get up out of here. <clears throat> Another great episode of shooting the shit. <laughs> shooting the motherfucking. I think, I think it's our first time ending off the show with an Eminem uh, verse. He one of your favorite rappers? Uh, he is one of my favorite rappers still. Oh, no, so it's hold on real quick. Let me ask you guys this question. Mm -hmm. All right, before we end the show. So, right, is he really a? Do you like the fact that he can rap, or do you like you like his songs? No, I like I, I like both. I like the fact that he's a he's a he's a lyricist. You the real slim? You so like you still listening to these songs? These Eminem songs? I listen to the songs that I listened to mostly back then. Okay. Too, you know what I'm saying? So like, um, what's the what's the fucking song on the Eminem show? Uh, Sing for the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a song that I I will always listen to. That's a, that's a song. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just just certain songs like I cleaning out my closet. Like I could always listen to, yeah. listen to that song. You know, and then you gotta think, M has a lot of stuff with Fifty. You know what I'm saying? So I even like the fucking, even though I know it wasn't big, was already gone, but I even like the fucking dead, dead wrong, wrong joint yeah. with, with Big and M. 
Like they both You know what I'm saying Went off Relax and shit. take notes Oh yeah. that take Tokes of the marijuana smoke That was the shit though So I, f- I fuck with him You know what I'm saying Like I'm, I'm a fan of him Now Do I like His more recent stuff It's not I don't know It's not really for me But as far as The Slim Shady LP The Marshall Mathers LP And the Eminem show Those are Three of my favorite albums Like all time Okay. Yeah, we can't we can't even try to front on on his greatness. I mean, he is he isn't a personal favorite of mine, but we like Trip just mentioned in, in the songs you just ran down. We're not gonna pretend that he doesn't have a classic catalog, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and classic albums under his belt, you know. But again, preference. Some people might have him in their top five. Other people don't. I, he's not in my personal top five, but he's a great rapper though. Okay. Gotta ask, gotta ask, because people have like difference of opinions, but nobody ever just said he was trash. But they, you know, some nah, people you might can't say that. You some, people, some people might be like, I, you know, he's a good rapper, and then some people like, you know, like like Trip said or whatever. But just had to ask the question. But nah, yeah, if you say Eminem is trash, you a hater. <laughs> like we're not, we not even about to disrespect and do that. Nah, I don't know who's <laughs> saying that, but clearly, you know, what I'm saying that's why I had to when I when I was in school, I used to. I had to start writing the hip hop reviews because I was usually doing like all of the the cover stories or either sports. But when I seen like how they was doing the hip hop albums, I was like, nah, I'm not letting this go down. I'm about to start writing reviews because I know y'all don't know shit about hip hop. The people I was writing, especially like this was like, not that anybody obviously anybody can listen to hip hop, but you know when you see a person that they don't fuck with hip hop like that. They just reviewing it because. It's the album that should be reviewed right now. So after that, I was like, nah, I'm going to have to start yeah. reviewing these joints because y'all not about to disrespect every time a, a fucking classic hip-hop album comes up and you got to write the review, but you don't know shit about hip-hop. Yeah. So how the fuck can you rate some shit that you don't know about? You know what I'm saying? So I had to just start so you telling me they wasn't they wasn't really properly rating the Nas album, but they was excited for the Machine Gun Kelly shit? Facts. Well, this is way before that. Oh. Before. Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly wasn't even around at That's this point. Nasty. This Ew. is way back. Yeah, this is this is way back though. So Machine Gun Kelly wasn't even thought about at at, at this point. We gonna holler at y'all. Facts. Shooting the shit. Shooting the mother. Uh.